0: hey guys guys. it's
1: annie and it's kaya and we are redefined purity podcast and we are going to teach you guys all about how to stay pure from a
0: godly perspective
1: hey Redefined Redefined fam
0: fam. what is up we are getting good at that (laughs) um so today we are we're talking about sex um okay this is the last one (laughs) of the series it's kind of sad I know I'm actually kind of sad but yeah so this is the last part of the series and then in March we're still going to upload but it's going to be a little bit less not going to be every week so it's been a good run Mm -hmm. it's been very fun so okay so first we kind of just wanted to preface all this by saying that um, we need to teach sex from a godly perspective Mm -hmm. to, um, young people before they hear it from anybody else. Yeah. Like, in most people, like, if they're in, like, the third grade, like, they probably already know, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I feel like nowadays, like, people learn, like, kids
1: learn very, very early, so, like, It's best to know it from, like, a godly perspective than to hear it from, like, the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Where the world is telling you,
0: it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just do it with somebody that you love, you know? Like, and that's not right. And And then, like, the the movies
1: and the TV shows and all that, they just preach that. They're like, first date, and then boom. Boom. Boom, bang,
0: pow. But purity culture is kind of, like, a big thing now where, like, if... Basically, it's something from, like, I think, like, more of, like, an older version of church that churches would, like, tell girls, like, if you have sex, you're going to be deflowered or less clean if you have it before marriage or, like, you can never, like, take that back and you should be shameful and guilty about it. Um, but mm-hmm. that's so bad. And they don't teach girls why. They just say, you'll be less pure if you do that or... um Like that's not right, you know. So like when also when
1: someone tells you
0: not to do something, Uh what are you gonna do? Exactly. So we need to like explain to young girls and like young guys like why it's so important to save yourself from marriage, why we do it, what it means, like why it's important to God, like all these things so that we'll be like, Oh, okay, like I understand it, like of course I don't wanna do it now because I know Mm -hmm. I know how bad it is. Um and so, yeah, but we're not trying to say, like, if it's already happened, like, we're not, like, putting you down not for it. And we're not trying to make you feel guilty or shameful mm-hmm. because that's not from God. And um, if you repent to him, then he can wipe that slate clean and he mm-hmm. can make you a virgin again,
1: you know? So, like, we're not trying to say It's not like that. once you have sex, you can't save yourself for marriage ever because you've already yeah. done the deed and you're... Um, like, you're not pure or you're not good enough anymore. Because we're not, it's not like that we can't be good enough. It's like, God, Jesus makes us good enough. But mm-hmm. everyone sins. That's why God sent us Jesus. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I just want to start off by saying that, like, I didn't want you guys just to click off this podcast because we're just like, you should not do it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, that's not, like, where we're no. coming from at all. You can always, like, if you repent, and Jesus forgives you for that, then you'll be pure again. hmm Like it's not like you're, you don't have you're to worry only pure about once. It. You yeah. know? So that's kind of like As long also, as you
1: as long as you don't think like, oh, um, I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do something impure and then oh, but God will just forgive me. Or yeah. oh I'll just do this and then God'll forgive like God knows your heart. Exactly. I, to my channel. Let's get into it.
0: <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. Um So I'm getting this all from a sermon that was given by The Porch and it's what the Bible says about sex. So the world has dumbed sex down to just like penetration now. Um, But that's so false because God loves sex and he inverted the parts to function and fit together and the world thinks of pleasure when it comes to sex. When that's like not really what it's about like it's more about like being covenant and like unity with that person you know but it is like for he made pleasure it too. he made it for your pleasure but what i'm saying is like the world is like oh like i want pleasure like, like let's just have sex you know like yeah. stuff like that so cuz
1: we're cuz most of people are uh, very selfish yes yeah all people are selfish yeah um, not most
0: everyone <laughs> <laughs> um so every young lady and boy, but I'm just talking to the ladies right now. Ladies. Um, every young lady is a creation of God. He formed her body and he knows everything about her and loves her more than her own father or mother does. And when you take advantage of that girl, the Bible says that God is the avenger of that matter. Like it really, really, really matters to him. and God body is an avenger, guys. To him. <laughs> yes, Iron Man <laughs> all the way. Um, Captain America? <laughs> So God is saying that marriage is a sacred fence and sex is for marriage and you can't go outside of marriage to have sex with somebody else and you don't have sex before you get in that fence. Um, first Thessalonians four, three through five says it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable and not in passionate lust. And, um. So basically what sexual immorality is, is basically like any sexual act that you do outside of marriage. Um, and that is forbidden in the Bible. And also kind of a fun fact is that <laughs> um pornea is a Greek word. And that's like where like the word pornography comes from. Mm-hmm. And basically pornea, the word means any sexual activity outside the context of a man and a woman who are married and that alone is condemned 26 times in the New Testament. Any sexual immorality outside of marriage is like wrong. Like, so why doesn't God just say thou shalt not have sex before marriage? <laughs> um, and he gave this, the pastor gave this really good scenario. And it was saying, it's like God says that there's a building and God says, hey, don't go up on the roof under any circumstances. Do not go up on the roof. And just like imagine that's all encompassing. It's like all kinds of sexual immorality. And he says, whatever you do, do not go on the roof. Let me tell you 26 times, do not go up there. And we show up and we're like, well, God didn't say not to jump off the roof. But the fact is, is that God put the line way before that. And he says, don't even go up there. And Matthew five twenty-eight says, but if you, wait. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. That's pretty much what we we're just saying, <laughs> or what you're just saying. I think that's the verse that I have too. Really? Yeah, I talk about lust. Like... Matthew five twenty eight. Uh huh. Matthew yeah. five twenty eight has already committed lust with her in his heart, or committed adultery with her in his heart. So lust. Literally, we totally jinxed ourselves. I know. We should have knocked on wood or something. <laughs> so lust is basically sexual desire and even that isn't allowed outside of marriage um so you shouldn't just be trying to like not have sex you should be trying to love god and it's not that you love sex too much it's that you don't love god enough and that's what's keeping you from him and it's that we would be like the The biggest thing about you would be God. And anybody that you would even think about dating would, um, what am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that you would even think about dating at the center of that relationship would be Jesus. And anything other than that would be unacceptable to you. Um, first Corinthians seven, nine says, but if they cannot control themselves, they should masturbate. (laughs) What? Just kidding! It says, if they cannot control themselves, they should have oral sex. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding again! (laughs) What? (laughs) Brace Corinthians (laughs) 7-9 says, but if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) That was (laughs) I was oh. like,
1: oh, what are you preaching, Annie? You're like, where'd you find that verse? <laughs> <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. Marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So, if you and your boyfriend are like, just cannot control yourselves. You guys need to get married.
1: And if you guys aren't ready for marriage, or if say, they need um, to break the relationship off. So you're yeah, not tempted. Because if you're dating, for just to date, it's not gonna get you anywhere.
0: Exactly. You
1: should date for marriage. Exactly. So. Yeah. My turn. That's yeah. Okay. My so. <laughs> I was reading this book called Livology, like I've said in like the last two podcasts. And he has a huge chapter. His name is John Mark Comer. And he has a huge chapter on sex. And so I thought it would be perfect to just share some of like the things that I got from the chapter um, to show you like a view of a pastor who's not like from me because I feel like whenever I try to, <laughs> whenever I try to like tell people things that just doesn't make sense. So I'm like trying to you know anyways <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> i'll probably like cut that out thing out okay um so sex is about procreation and um the verse is be fruitful and multiply sex is a pure thing that god gave us and it's a gift from god now the church says don't make out don't sleep around and don't sleep together before you get married and so, that it, that's so, like, negative. They're telling you, don't do this. Don't, 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 don't. When, like, in the Bible, it says, um, be fruitful and multiply, which is, like, a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's good. And, but it is wrong to, it is wrong, like, making out with people who, like, every day or something. Like, making out with, like, a different person um, every week. Don't sleep around. That's obviously not, that's obviously wrong. And don't sleep together before you get married just it's like it. what they're saying is true but they're not saying it in like in oh, a way
0: where people would want to do that
1: they're saying it into like the church is saying it as like they're kind of being really brief and they're like just don't do this don't do this don't do this but save it for marriage and they're but it's like marriage is such a pure thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so why would it i don't know anyways um so then adam and eve were naked and felt no shame And then he goes on to say like, can you just imagine sex with no guilt or shame, nothing to hide, just pure unadulterated joy between a man and a woman locked into a relationship for life. Mm. That is what God created. Mm. He didn't create it just for, oh, when you just like a girl for two seconds and then you're like going on a date and then boom. No, he created it for a man and a woman who... Are together in a relationship for life. It literally says locked into a relationship for life. That is what God created. Mm. Now the ju- church says sex is dirty, save it for marriage. But marriage is so pure. So if sex is dirty, why save it for marriage? This would make sex the de- de- uh, no. That's not what I'm gonna say. <laughs> this world made sex defaced. They turned it into an idol. When sex becomes a god, it's an addiction with a strange worldly power over us. Now the body isn't meant for sex; it's meant for God, um, and that's very important because our body is not ours; it's God's body, and so we should treat our body like a temple. Yes, um, sex is about two people becoming one, and it and it is so powerful, guys. Like sex is so powerful that it will make couples last longer than they should be together, and that is why in in like um, like many people that you see who are famous who are together. And they've had sex when you like they make it kind of like known mm-hmm. or whatever they stay together for so long and then they and then they then you see like all over the news oh they got a divorce or mm-hmm. oh they're not together anymore and it's just because they stay together for so long because of how sex ha- is so powerful mm-hmm. which is why you want to wait till marriage so sex can be powerful but god is even more so mm-hmm. so honor god with your body guys He's <laughs> <a nice> laughing. <laughs> John Mark, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like. <laughs> Wait, okay. I wanted to say something about okay what you're saying, and I I think this is good because I think that churches are getting better at like talking about like the hard stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas I feel like like ten or twenty years ago, or like when we were growing up, it was almost like like I was never told about sex no. in church, like never, like it was never talked about to me. Um, like, it might have been, but I don't remember. Like, I'm literally way too young. I don't mm-hmm. even remember. But, like, I feel like nowadays it's getting better. Like, we're not trying to, like, bash churches or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. But it's, like, I think it's getting better. Like, you really do. Mm-hmm. I think that's
1: a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Um, so, John Mark Comer is saying that sex isn't bad. It shouldn't. It should be pure, which is why it's important to save yourself for marriage. God made sex for a married couple. It makes two people one. Even if you have had sex, you can still save yourself from for your husband, and God forgives you, and your sin can be washed clean with Jesus' blood.
0: Very good. Very true.
1: And back to you, Annie.
0: Back to you, Annie. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about the question because I feel like this question comes up a lot, and it's like, okay, well, like, I've been dating my boyfriend for, like, two months now, like, how far is too far? Like, what's where? Like, how far can I go before like I cross the line of like being like sexual the- immoral, immoral? Immoral. <laughs> um. So first of all, this question is asked by somebody who wants to cross the line, and like you're basically saying like, how close to the edge of the building can I get? You know, like, if you desire to jump off the building, then you should just stay on the ground and don't even go up the elevator. Like, don't even do anything that would cause you to stumble or
1: to lust or do any of those things. Like, don't even be alone with a guy you find super attractive if you feel like you're going to um, Mm -hmm. give in to that sin.
0: Yeah, like, if you even have, like... Like, let's say, like, you accidentally, like, see something on TV, and then, like, you keep on, like, thinking about it, and then you, like, hang out with your boyfriend or, like, your girlfriend or whatever, and you, like, have that, like, desire, like, in the back of your head because of, like, maybe something you saw or something you heard or something. Like, don't even hang out with them alone that day or, like, don't even hang out with them at all mm-hmm. because you wouldn't even want to, like, have that thought in your head, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um so, and there is a desire that everybody has especially when you're with somebody that you're attracted to, to have sex or like to jump off the building. Um, but Matthew five twenty nine says, if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away for it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be torn, to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. So God is saying that we need to do whatever it takes to abstain from sexual immorality and not to lust. Like, literally whatever it takes. Like, if your eye, like, if you're looking at a girl's bikini pictures or something, like, lustfully, like, literally gouge out your eye. He's like, I don't care. Like, you need to do whatever it takes. Don't actually
1: do that. (laughs) Don't take that literally.
0: (laughs) No, like, like, I don't know. Like, pretty serious. But, like, don't do well, that. What the heck? Are you just gonna stab yourself in the eye? Okay, that? no, like, that's probably very extreme, but, like, basically, <clears throat> like, if Instagram is causing you to stumble, like, delete it.
1: You mm-hmm. know? Like, stuff like
0: that. Like, something, like, more like, this age. Like, if Snapchat, like, if Snapchat is causing you to stumble, then Goodbye. delete it. Goodbye. Like, messages, anything. Even if, like, I don't know, even if you have to, like, throw away your phone, or, like, get a flip phone or something, like, it's worth it mm-hmm. not to Stumble. stumble. So lusting is too far, and basically what the pastor said in this is when when your body begins to prepare itself for sex, you've gone too far, like whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never just sex, and it has an impact, and it breaks people, and it's a sin against yourself, the Bible says, and it hurts you in a unique way. So this is kind of sciencey. But God made sex so that it would release a synapse in your brain. And a synapse is a muscle in your brain that bonds you and your five senses to your surroundings. So basically, I think my mom told me this one time. is like, when you have sex, like, your brain literally bonds yourself with that person. Like, you literally, like, have, like, a mental, like, brain, like, bonding to that person. And I feel like that's why a lot of girls, like, can't get over their ex. is because you gave, like, a piece of your brain to them or like you mentally bonded with them mm-hmm. and that's something that you can't get back and now you feel shameful and broken because you went to a place that you were never supposed to go that God never
1: wanted you to go because he wanted to protect you mm-hmm. um well, I feel like that's even like if you like a boy yeah for like a really long time and you are and you guys have like you guys are dating and stuff like even after you guys break up like that hurts it's like you're not gonna Mm -hmm. just forget about it you're gonna think about it and so that's hard too and so God really wants you not to date just to date he wants you to date for marriage yeah exactly um divorce rates are at an all-time high
0: like we've literally said this so many times but Mm -hmm. 50% of marriages end in divorce and only 5% of marriages where the individuals abstain from having sex have ended in divorce like only 5% like, so the other 95% are still, like, married, happily married. <laughs> or maybe not happily married, but they're married. I mm-hmm. Like, you don't know every situation. But basically, Satan hates you. He wants you to go to hell, and he targets sexuality. And the last thing that he wants for you is for you to be in a healthy marriage and for you to raise your children to follow the Lord. So basically, like, do whatever it takes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for me.
1: Okay, so now I'm going to be talking about lust. Now, lust is a feeling of a strong sexual desire for someone. Now, I kind of have the same verse that Annie had, which is Matthew (laughs) 528. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So my study Bible says that in Exodus 20, 14, it says that it is wrong for a person to have sex with someone other than their spouse. But Jesus said that the desire to have sex with someone other than your spouse is mental adultery and sin and thus sin. Jesus emphasized that if the act is wrong then so is the intention Mm. to be faithful to your spouse with your body but not your mind is to break the trust so vital to a strong marriage Mm. jesus is condemning not natural interest in the opposite sex or even healthy sexual desire but the deliberate and repeated filling of one's mind with fantasies that would be evil if acted out some people think that it is lustful that if lustful thoughts are a sin why shouldn't a person go ahead and do the lustful actions too? Acting out sinful desires is harmful in several ways. One, it causes people to excuse sin rather than to stop sinning. And two, it destroys marriages. Three, it is deliberate rebellion against God's word. And four, it is it always hurts someone else in addition to the sinner. Mm-hmm. Sinful actions are more dangerous than sinful desires. And that is why desires should not be acted out. Nevertheless, sinful desires are just as damaging to obedience left unchecked. Wrong desires will result <laughs> wrong desires will result in wrong actions and turn people away from God. Very true. Dang, that's good. So that's what my study bible said and I thought it was really good and after I read because I was trying to find a verse that could go with um the notes that I took from the Levology thing. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't want to just, like, explain the verse in, like, my own understanding. And so um, I got my mom's study Bible, and, I, and uh, um, I was reading, like, what the study Bible was saying, and I was like, that's really good.
0: Yeah. So it's basically saying, like, even if you want to sin, like, don't act on it. Yeah. Because that's
1: even worse than, like... Because if you think, like, oh, I'm just thinking about it, and so if that's already a sin, like, why don't I just act on it? Yeah. And then you, but that's even, that's just even worse because it just takes you a step further to keep sinning Yeah, to where if it's just a desire, you can totally just go to God about it and like not let any of the act, not even have an action that will
0: Mm -hmm. take over you. And like, like sexual immorality, like it's addictive. Like most Uh people like, like you'll hear people who've like struggled with porn for like 10 years or something. And because it's like, they're addicted to it. Like Mm -hmm. they need that now. Like, and that's something that the devil, like, wants to trap you in is, like, oh, you've already had sex. Like, just keep doing it. Like, it feels good, right? Like, just keep doing it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get addicted to it. And then you'll spend 10 years and then you'll follow Jesus and, like, repent of all that. And you'll be, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so much harder than if I had just never even went there in the first place, you Mm -hmm. know? It's hard
1: and don't go there. Yeah. I mean, even... Like, the little things can, that lead up to that is just not good either, which is why it's not always good to just, like, kiss whoever. Like, if you're dating someone, just, like, making out with them. Because then it, that even, that even is just, like, a little something that could start into something else, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything, like, could lead to something else. And, like, that's when you gotta be like, oh, no, nope, like, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not
1: saying, like, you can't kiss anyone. I'm yeah. just
0: saying, like... If you're having those thoughts or whatever, then you should just be like, okay, like, I need to... Yeah.
1: Think godly thoughts, guys.
0: Um. And then the last thing I wanted to kind of end this on was what do you do if you've already gone too far? And you can take this, like, in any kind of stances, like, you know, like, if you've had sex or if you've even done just anything like that. And, like, we all have. Like, we've all struggled with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like just as humans, it's natural for us to have that desire, but, um, it's not healthy for us to act on it. Like Kai was saying, Mm -hmm. um, so you need to know that there's forgiveness and do not feel guilty or shameful for something that you've done in the past. If you've crossed the line. So it's kind of like when you're driving, So like, let's say you're driving and you're supposed to take this turn, but you missed it. Like, what do you do? You just like stop. And you turn around and you retake retake that turn, right? So it's like if you just stop and then you turn around, you repent of all your sins, and then you start following Jesus again. Um, and you can also confess to other people and ask them to keep you accountable. That's like the Bible says we need to confess our sins to each other um, so that we can help each other. And some of you might be struggling with addiction, And what you need to do is pursue healing, but God can only manage what he owns. And if you own you, you're doomed. Like you're literally doomed Mm -hmm. because we were bought at a high price and you need to give yourself back to him, what he gave to you, and he will manage what he owns. And there's nothing too big. There's no addiction that he won't take. And, um, help you heal from it if you just give it to him and allow him to just, like, change your heart and completely, like, change your world. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so, um, I first kind of just wanted to talk about also, like, me and Kyra were just talking in the car, like, a couple weekends ago. I don't remember when it was, but. Yeah, it was a couple we... weeks yeah saw bridgerton on netflix and we were like oh my gosh like this sounds like so fun like let's like watch it yeah
1: i I thought it was gonna be like super innocent yeah it
0: was barely like pg-13 so i was like okay like this can't be
1: that bad i think it was actually tvma oh really i didn't even notice that i i don't honestly i don't remember i don't
0: we kind of just watched it because we thought it looked
1: good yeah um (laughs) i don't remember looking at the ratings
0: yeah me neither (laughs) we kind of that's probably a bad idea (laughs) but um we started watching it and then just out of nowhere they would be like this scene like this really like inappropriate inappropriate. scene and we were just like what like where the heck did that come from Mm -hmm. we're like like they're just putting this in this like they were literally like
1: just dancing and then all of a sudden it was like (laughs) boom like there it is and we're like "Ah!" we're like
0: oh my god like we literally freaked out and we're like okay like this is so bad like this Mm -hmm. is really weird Um, and it, it's just kind of shows how the world is trying to like impose that stuff on us. Like they're trying to like push an agenda. Yeah. Like he wants you to see that and be like, oh, like I want that, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, oh, like that looks like, I don't know, like appealing to me or like, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, it's getting so pushed. Like even like there's Makeout scenes in every movie, Mm -hmm. every show, like, super intense. And now
1: none of, like, the shows that are out are... The ones that are, like, PG aren't even good anymore because you watch all these PG-13 things and you're like, oh, well, there's not, like, a makeout scene or... Oh, they're not cussing, so it's not even funny anymore.
0: Yeah, like, it's so... The heights have which honestly up so I kind much. of
1: understand because when I watch a PG movie there it it sometimes gets really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also like. But I, don't I wish know. they didn't make. I wish they made like a PG thirteen movie that wasn't all about like sex. Yeah. Or all about
0: making out. I, but just like also be cautious what
1: you're watching. watching
0: and listening to because sex is literally in every <gasps> single song now. Like literally every J- song. Um, so just be careful with what you're filling your mind with because, or what you're filling your heart with because that's where you're going to mess up and like your desire is going to come from if you're just always filling your mind with, um, like sexually immoral stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that when you are like trapping all those like guilty, like maybe like sins, like different sins that you've done or like stuff that you've done, when you're keeping that to yourself you become isolated and lonely mm-hmm. and you think nobody else is going through this like and I'm that's just the what the one. devil does he isolates you and makes you lonely. exactly and the truth is that everyone is going through those thoughts like those lustful thoughts just trying to kick it out of their heads or like you know like everybody struggles with that stuff like everybody does because we're all human we're all mm-hmm. imperfect like we've said that so many times but it's so true is that you are never alone everybody sins with the or like struggles with the same sins Mm -hmm. you know like yours might be a little bit different like of a story than somebody else's but they're pretty much all the same don't isolate yourself don't make yourself lonely because then you'll probably just end up in more addiction and like more like sorrow and you got to have good people around you who can help you with that stuff. Mm All right, guys, that was it for this podcast. We hope you liked it. Please feel free to leave a review and let us know if you liked it.
1: All the reviews are like one. I can't believe you told me I couldn't have sexually.
0: <laughs> I hope <have> not. <laughs> Bye, Redefine fam. fam.